Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 235, Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Monday going? How the hell was your weekend? I hope you're having a good one. Uh, I'm just sitting here on a Monday night drinking my white Russian, uh, per usual, at least for the last three or four episodes. This is what I've been having every time. Uh, I've already got this thing halfway empty, so I'm, I'm probably going to have to pause here in a little bit and fill it up again. But uh, if you got them drinking, bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. And I'm actually sitting in my new studio, Drink Until You Podcast Studios. Um, <clears throat> granted, it didn't move very far. It just moved to the other room. It's not like I moved and got my own studio. Um, basically, my kids needed more space, and I got kicked out. <laughs> you see how that works? You know, the kids need something, and it's like, hey, move your shit, guy. Get it out of that spare room. You, you don't need it anymore. The kids need it. Um, I, I got to tell you guys about this uh my daughter just uh, just had a birthday, and I I got this trampoline for her. You know, uh, it's what she's been wanting. You know, she's been asking about it. Her brother has a trampoline. You know, everybody has a trampoline except for her. You know, uh, so I finally went out and I got one. It was a motherfucker to put in the car. I'll tell you that much. That's that's the shit about not having a truck, especially in Texas. Everybody has a truck in Texas. You know what I mean? And it's like I'm the guy that doesn't have a truck, so I stuffed this fucking trampoline into my car <laughs> my little four-door car i'm sure people are laughing at me i have to rearrange fucking car seats and all kinds of shit in the walmart parking lot um <clears throat> and i finally get it home i finally get her to the thing you know i pissed my girl off a little bit because she was like you didn't tell me you were getting this i was like well i'm sorry you know like i i got it on discount because you know i had something to return it was a lot cheaper than it would have been which the actual original price for this trampoline was not not too bad anyway but i just happened to have some to something to return uh so i got a, a lot of money off of it thank god um otherwise i really wouldn't have been able to do it at least not at this point in time but i did get her the trampoline i, I wrestle it in my car I finally get it home and i take it out of the box and, and I set up the frame, you know, I'm reading the instructions. I'm not the typical, I can do it myself. I'm sure I could, but I, I want to know, you know, this is my kid's safety here. You know, I don't need a spring popping off and <laughs> giving me a concussion as I'm walking by or doing the dishes or something. Um, but anyways, I finally get it home and I, I set the frame out and I'm just like, fuck, this thing is huge, dude. Like it's an indoor trampoline, but it's fucking huge. Um, so then we start talking about, you know, how the fuck are we going to fit? It's set up in my living room. It was set up in my living room for a week. You know, I do like I did on father's day for my daughter, you know, on father's day. I just, uh, Sunday, father's day. I celebrate the whole rest of that next week until Sunday. It's all father's day week. <laughs> it's a new tradition. I'm starting. So I did the same thing for her, for her birthday, you know, birthday week. So I left this big ass fucking indoor trampoline up, um, you know, in my living room, I can't even sit down and eat fucking dinner, <laughs> but my daughter can come home every day and just jump on her trampoline. It's fucking amazing. I love it. I'm thinking about all the money. You know, the big thing right now is like those trampoline parks. Those are huge right now. People go there all the time. They spend so much fucking money there. Um, I went to one a couple of months ago. It's just ridiculous. It's like a fucking, what's it called? Like an uncrustable sandwich, like four fucking dollars or some crazy shit. I'm like, no. I can make peanut butter and jelly and bring it next time. Fuck that. You know, there's some reasonable shit. But <clears throat> for the most part, you know, they got you there. They're going to get you. 
And don't even dare ask him how to do a party there, a birthday party. That shit ain't gonna fucking work. Do you, do you have a down payment? Can you take out a loan? <laughs> can, we, can you sign over your car to us until you pay this birthday party off, please? You know, you need a title loan for one of these fucking places. It's ridiculous, dude. Um, it's been a while since I've, you know, <clears throat> taken them to that kind of place, the kids anyway. Uh, so, so this is my idea. This is going to cut all that shit out. No more driving to the trampoline park. No more spending $4 for a fucking peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know, you can get one in the kitchen while you're here at home. I swear to God, dude, it looks like we're starting at either a fucking carnival service, like we're going to start roaming around and doing carnivals, or just like an in-home daycare. I mean, we have enough shit, dude. And it's like we we keep going through, you know, we went through the whole thing when the, before the summer started. We're just consolidating our shit. I love it. I love living minimal. You know, I, I what do I have, like 15 shirts, like four pairs of pants. It's mainly just socks and underwear. That's that's what I do, you know. Um, so we're trying to, you know, minimize everything. Clothes, fucking paperwork we don't need anymore. Toys for the kids. And dude, we consolidated like, I don't know, three different times since we've been in this, this apartment. And it's still just a massive fucking amount of time. We just keep finding toys or people give us shit or, you know, we're buying new shit. All the time, my house, I mean, it's just taken over with fucking kids' toys, you know? Uh, God knows the apartment complex won't let them have anything fucking outside. What, what kind of a apartment complex doesn't let you have a fucking outdoor house, you know? Like a fucking outdoor kitchen or something for kids outdoors. They're telling us to bring that shit inside. It's like, why? That's, that's an outside toy. It's for the kids to play with outside. But you know what we can have on our our patio? A weight bench. (laughs) Because that doesn't look hood. You know, toys are a no-no, but a weight bench is like, all right, yeah, now now that's our style. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You know that makes it look hood, right? That totally makes it look hood. 100%. So anyways... Uh, back to the trampoline. So I get this fucking thing and it's, it's huge. It's seven feet fucking tall. I don't even know how round it is. I mean, it takes up half a master bedroom. If that gives you any fucking clue. So I'm like, shit, what the fuck are we going to do with this thing? And I, and I'm lying. Of course. I'm like, Oh, don't worry, babe. It, it's, it breaks down easy. It's indoor outdoor. They made it to where you can break it down easy. And I put the whole fucking thing together and I'm like, no, they didn't. It's not easy to break down. You have to get the drill out every time. You got to, you know, undo all the fucking straps that keep the the little screen around so your kids don't flop off the trampoline <laughs> as they're jumping, you know, like a safety thing. And this thing is fucking huge, man. I can't believe it. It takes up half this goddamn room. So my studio is no more. Um, <clears throat> that's actually a clothes closet now. I am now in another clothes closet, which I'm calling my studio. I don't have anything on the walls. It feels so depressing in here. There's just nothing on the walls. It's just bare. I had my old studio. Oh, I like these opening doors, though. They got like a... Are these French doors? I don't know if they're French doors or not, but I like these doors. I can hang a lot of shit on the back of these. Um, so, yeah. Welcome to my... I didn't plan on moving, but here I am. I moved anyway. Cheers, everybody. Let's take another drink. All right. So, moving on. Past the massive trampoline, 
um, that we finally just put up permanently that we're not going to move out. So I know it's an outdoor trampoline, but I'm like, I'm not taking this motherfucker apart. It's going to have to be like a special event, a special, special event. And, uh, I don't know. My drill might be broken at that point in time <laughs> when it's time to take, just run inside and jump on it. You're fine. You know? So now what we're going to do is a little around the MLB because I have no clue what the fuck. I'm telling you guys, I've been working so much lately, man. I have no fucking idea. Pretty much after the NBA playoffs ended and the NHL playoffs ended, I just fell off the map. I fell off the earth. I fell off the flat earth or round earth. You could fall off both, right? Um, <laughs> I just fell off the earth with uh, all these sports. You know, I have no fucking idea what's going on in the MLB. I have no idea. I see a win, you know, every now and then from my Rangers on Twitter. I'm like, okay, give it a heart. You know, but I, honestly, I just have no idea where we're at. I, I don't know who's leading the fucking thing. I haven't sat down to watch a game all fucking season, if that tells you anything. If you've listened to this podcast for long enough, you know baseball. As much as I love hockey, baseball is just my number one. It's it's my darling. It's my sweetheart sport. I just fucking love it. Uh, so let's go around the MLB real quick. Let's just see. Uh, the AL East, you got the Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays. The AL Central, you got the Twins, Guardians, White Sox. All right, Guardians. Um, I mean, Cleveland was good anyway, weren't they? Regardless of the logo. Uh, you got the Astros, Mariners, and Rangers in my uh, division. Thank God. And with all that time that's passed, the last time I talked about the Rangers, we were under 500. And guess what? We're still under 500, 51 losses and 43 wins. But somehow, the Angels and the Athletics are just playing worse. I thought the Athletics were good. Aren't they doing all that fucking money ball and shit over there? <laughs> you know, aren't they like figuring out how to steal bases and paying guys like $12 a base or some crazy shit? I don't know what they're doing. Uh, I thought they were good. I thought they were trying to be good. What the fuck happened? Let's see what else. My microphone's falling here. Uh, the NL East, you got the Mets. Oh, leading the way. The Braves. No, I didn't say overview. You fucking cock. Jeez. Okay, you got the Mets, the Braves, the Phillies. Why is Braves okay? I guess it doesn't have a picture of a face. Uh, you got the Brewers, Cardinals, Pirates in the NL Central. You got the Dodgers, Padres, Giants in the NL West. That's that's how things are shaping up. Um, let's look at overall, I guess. We might as well. If I don't spill my drink first. Um, is there an overall, a conference, maybe? You don't let me look by conference? Well, there's the standings. Um, that's the top three teams. Man, oh, I actually heard this interesting thing the other day. Um, I don't know if this is true or not, but I'm, I, the more I think about it, I think it is true. An interesting fact about baseball, um, there's only actually like 15 to 20 minutes of gameplay in a game. Um, which I'm like adding it up. I'm like, okay, if a guy's throwing fucking 85 miles an hour, a pitch takes like... Not even half a second, right? It's just he throws it and it's there. That's the end of the play. Unless someone's stealing a base, he throws it back. Um, so all those half a second, so that, that three hours, three and a half, possibly even four hours, you're sitting at the ballpark. You're really only getting 15 to 18 minutes or 15 to 20 minutes of actual like live running gameplay. 
The other time they're just standing around. And, and, and that to me, you know, most people would be like, yeah, no, it's fucking boring. But to me, I'm like, that's that makes it even cooler. That makes those little pitches, you know, those little stolen bases, those little intricacies of the game. It makes it even better. It means they're doing so much work in those little, you know, time frames. And, and baseball players are notorious for getting shit just for being lazy and not being athletes. I, 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 no, they're absolutely athletes. You know, to lie in wait like that. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's like a lion, dude. It's it's this the same thing. I feel like I use this metaphor all the time, but you know, you don't see a fucking lion over there working out. And wearing himself out, getting in his fucking steps, <laughs> doing his cardio, unless it's time to eat. When it's time to eat, it's time to play, it's time to go. You know, they're all about it. And they're fucking vicious. And and they're mean. What's that picture I saw today? That uh, that one photographer who's like kind of waiting in the grass trying to, you know, catch pictures of lions and shit. And this one just pokes its fucking head through the grass and the look on its face, dude, it, it's one of the scariest things. You, I mean, he looks deranged. The lion looks deranged just in his eyes. Could you imagine how many how many things has that lion eaten that that guy caught a picture of and somehow managed to escape? This lion looks fucking crazy, dude. Just craziness in the eyes. He's ready to fuck some shit up. And how he got a picture of that and escaped, I have no idea. But can you imagine... That was the last face that, uh, how many beings, how many things that have lived existed, that's the last face they saw, was that crazy ass fucking lion with its mane coming out of that, gra- oh my god, that would be the worst, I really don't know how that guy escaped, but anyways, it's the same concept, you know, as baseball, it's the same shit, you lie and wait, outfielders out there blowing bubblegum, hands on their knees, waiting for the ball to come their way, you know, they're just chilling. But when it's time, it's fucking time. They're running, you know, running up, jump, catching it over the fence or pulling it back over the fence or, you know, fielding the ball and just tossing it with everything they have to home plate to get the guy out. It's just fucking amazing. I think that makes it even more beautiful, honestly. It just makes it that much better of a game. I'm about to burp. Let me get a drink real quick. But, uh, yeah, I thought that was fascinating, man. I've actually never thought about it, but it does make sense to me that it could be that way. You know, just a short amount of gameplay and, and just sitting there. But, you know, that's the beautiful thing about baseball, too. It's just the, the atmosphere. Just sitting at the, the ball game, eating your fucking hot dog, drinking your beer, whatever, nachos, lemon chill. I remember the guy at the, the ballpark in Arlington. Lemon you could hear them all across the ballpark. You guys remember that? If you ever went to the Rangers Stadium, he used to say hot dogs and lemon chill in a very specific way. <laughs> it was hot dogs or it was lemon chill. <laughs> I miss that guy. Whatever happened, he was he was famous almost. Everybody at the game knew him. You could hear him across the fucking stadium. You know, in that in-between time I was just talking about where the you know players aren't doing shit. You could hear him clear across the stadium just yelling hot dogs. That was his thing. That just the way he said it, <laughs> everybody loved it. I don't know why. Um, I hear that new stadium is badass, though. I, I have to go check it out with the uh, the AC. I got to go figure out what you know if it's really worth it to go to the fucking ballpark now, especially with the temperature. I mean, it, dude, 
it's not just us it's not just texas it's fucking ridiculous everywhere man like this is this is middle of august heat and it's so early on in the year like i know august isn't that far away but damn it's not supposed to be this way yet um anyway uh what do we talk about baseball um i wanted to tell you guys something what the fuck was it i don't know let's take another drink Oh, yeah, more sports. Uh, they're talking about in Dallas in 2024, the Olympics are, you know, they're they're putting in their bid. I think Dallas actually has a pretty good chance of winning this bid uh, to have the 2024 Olympics there. I think that's the regular Summer Olympics, isn't it? It's 2022, 2026 is the Winter Olympics, I, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong. So we're just going to have the regular-ass Olympics here. I think our chances right now are pretty good from what everybody's saying. I think we put in one of the highest bids. We're probably going to get it right here in Dallas, Texas. And, and you know what? I don't want it. Just me personally, I don't want it. More traffic. You know, just more people in the fucking... Med- That's so good for the economy, though, Chris. It's so good for the economy. You know, when people come here from all over the world to watch the Olympics, it's so good for the economy. That's what I always hear. How fucking great it is for the... I don't see any of that shit. I don't have any trickle down that comes to my pocket. Why the fuck do I care? You're just making it more crowded for me. You're just putting more strangers around my area that I don't, you know, that I don't want to associate with. I'm not saying they're bad people. I'm just saying, you know, that's how I am. Stranger danger, you know. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't like it. I really don't like it. I don't want to. I don't want to have this fucking, you know, they got to build all this shit so these people can fucking stay and do all this shit and all all these people just crowding packing oh man i just i don't like it it's already bad enough around here everybody else comes to texas tell me i'm wrong californians yes you come to texas too uh, floridians yes you come to texas too louisiana and louisianians i don't know how to say that one louisianians what are people from louisiana called that's a good one. We're going to look it up right now. Uh, what are people from Louisiana called? Louisiana. Yeah, I had it right. Louisianians. Louisianians. All right, you Louisianians. Fucking Oklahomans. Everybody fucking comes here, man. South Texas. Y'all motherfuckers come here. Everybody just floods here. Dallas, 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 Dallas. Everybody wants to go to Dallas. Oh, it's cheaper to live there. Oh, their taxes are different. Yes, but uh, get the fuck out. (laughs) I don't want to sit behind you in traffic, okay? I don't sit in traffic very much. I'm, I'm bitching about nothing. But still, I just don't like it. The overcrowdedness. It's already fucking overcrowded. And on top of it, on top of the overcrowdedness, it's hot as fuck. Um, on top of it being hot as fuck, um, you know, <laughs> there's something else bad I'm trying to think of right now. Um, traffic. Yeah, I don't want to send traffic. How about that? Just that. I just, uh, oh, construction. That's the third thing I couldn't think of a second ago. So you put all those three, three things together, the heat, more people in construction, and people tend to get a little irritated. You know what I mean? People tend to road rage out. Um, 
but I can't stop it. You know, there's nothing I can say or do. If they're going to win the bid, they're going to win the Olympics. They're going to do all this fucking cool shit. You know, I, one thing I actually, talking shit on the Olympics, I would like to do before I die. And I'm not really sure why. I would like to pay the money to carry the fucking torch. You know, they supposedly light the torch once and you carry it throughout the city. You pass it off to different people. I would like to pay to do that. I wonder how much that is. <laughs> actually, that's a good question. How, how much is it to carry the torch? Okay, and it just shut down on me. How about we just say it into the microphone? No. Oh, oh my God, Google. You're fucking killing me, bro. And it picked that up, of course. How much is it to carry the torch for the Olympics? I would like to carry the torch for the Olympics. Let's see. Can anyone carry the torch for the Olympics? Almost anyone can carry the torch, provided that he is at least 14 years old. Why is it only he? Huh? It's not very inclusive, Olympics. Uh, 14 years old and is able to carry it for at least 400 meters, 437 yards. Handicapped people can be torch bearers. They can carry the torch, but that's not what I asked. How much is an Olympic torch? 1980 Lake Placid, 38,000. 1976 Innsbruck is 25,000. 2020 Tokyo is 18,000. Okay, that's interesting. I never thought about that. It does actually cost money for that thing, huh? Uh, does a flame ever go out? In truth, it is relit a few months before each new Olympic Games. Okay, well, I kind of already knew that. Um, that's not what I asked. How much does it cost a person to carry the Olympic torch? To cash in? What is this? Time Magazine. What is this talking about? Hold up now. Some controversy here. Who isn't a sucker for the story of the Olympic flame when the journey begins? Blah, blah. Consider 8,000 runners traveling some 8,000 miles across the UK carried the potential for monetary gain. Carried the discounted cost of 314 rising to 339 if purchased on the day. That's not bad. I might be able to afford that bitch. <laughs> The hobble my fucking meters, you know? Um, holy shit. Okay, it's been reported that six torches have sold for over $150,000 a piece. I didn't know they sold the motherfuckers. I thought they kept the same one. Where's the fucking history in that? Where's the fucking tradition in that? Just selling off the torches. <laughs> they need fucking money. Is that what the Olympic Committee is like? Hey guys, we gotta get these. Time. We have a lot of torches sitting here. We we really gotta put these on eBay and get them sold. You know, we don't have any hurdles. <laughs> We're all out of hurdles. Oh, I put javelins on that list. We don't have any javelins either. Let's sell these fucking torches. Um, that's not bad. Uh, I'm not talking about buying one. I'm just talking about carrying the goddamn torch. That's pretty cool, man. 314 bucks. 350. Let's just call it 350. That's not terrible. That's really not terrible. That's not as bad as I was. I was thinking it was. I remember hearing when I was a kid that it was like thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, 
Everything you need to know about the Skittles lawsuit. I, I don't know. I've never heard of a Skittles lawsuit. What the fuck is this? Uh, so anyways, let's let's do some drink recommendations. I'm singing slower because this page won't load. Um, <clears throat> here it is, finally. The Spritz. Oh my god, how am I supposed to say this? Veneziano. The Spritz Veneziano. How the fuck do you make this? You gonna tell me? It's simply Prosecco, Aperol, and soda. It's the perfect refreshing Italian drink, nearly hitting the top ten this year. Okay. The Aperol Spritz. Sorry if I'm saying it wrong. You're probably laughing at me at home. Uh, the Gimlet. We haven't done the Gimlet in a while, right? Um, two ounces of gin or vodka. Uh, oh, that's not the whole recipe. Let's look up the Gimlet. We gotta look it up. Show me how to make the Gimlet, please. Um, this is from Town and Country Mag, dude. I, we come to Town and Country Mag quite often on this podcast, so we appreciate all your research, all your recipes that just load right on the page. I'm just gonna start using them exclusively. I think. No, not the Moscow Mule. We don't want that one. We all know that one. Um, Town and Country Mag. Did I miss it? Mojito. We don't want that. Whiskey Sour. That's pretty damn easy. Manhattan. We already... We've done that one before. This one's just a spritz. That's fucking... That's too simple. Gimlet. Here we go. About three quarters of the way down the page. Uh, What you're going to need is two ounces of gin or vodka, 0.75 ounce simple syrup, 0.75 ounce lime juice, shake ingredients with ice and strain into cocktail glass. Uh, I feel like we did the Sazerac. Okay, let's do Pim's cup. I remember something about this Pim's. Oh, the cucumber. You're going to need 50 mils Pim's number one, 150 mils lemonade, mint, orange, strawberries, and cucumber to garnish. Uh, it says pile all the ingredients in a tall glass and mix and sip. That's fucking easy. Let's go with this one, too. Uh, you might think of a martini when you think of James Bond, but this drink is the true triple uh, tipple of the iconic spy. This one is the Vesper. Are you sure? How? He always ordered a martini. I never heard him say Vesper in my life. It's always Martini. Um, appeared in Ian Fleming's 1953 novel Casino Royale, an homage to the Bond girl Vesper Lind. While Bond takes his shaken, not stirred, most stick to the rule that spirits only cocktails should be stirred instead. Um, I don't know about that. You can shake shake a cocktail, right? Like a um, cosmopolitan. You're supposed to shake that so the ice, you know, breaks up into little pieces and makes your drink all nice and pretty and and cold. Um, now I will say with um, carbonation, I will say don't don't fucking stir that shit or lightly stir it. Don't ever shake it. You're just gonna flatten out the drink. Uh, so here's what you're gonna need for the apparent James Bond Vesper: uh, three ounces of gin, one ounce of vodka. Okay, it's got gin and vodka. A 0.5 ounce Lilit Blanc. 
Combine all ingredients in a mixing glass with ice and stir until wet and chilled. Garnish with a lemon twist. That's the drink recommendations. I think I gave you four in there. So, as always, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a lift. Cheers, everybody. Be safe out there. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Man, that is so good. All right, I have a show to promote at Central Arts. Um, September 10th. Uh, Cashing In will be playing a show. I don't know any of the other bands on the on the show yet. But September 10th, um, Central Arts, doing my, my duty as a, as a band member. Telling you guys about that. Come out and see us. If you fly into town, come out and see us. If you're already in... Um, I actually wonder uh, sometimes how many Dallas listeners I have. How many people in Dallas listen to these and don't go to the shows? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I, I like the podcast, but I don't like your music, Chris. Or... or the other way around, it's like, I, I like the music you guys are writing, but your podcast is just dog shit, Chris. I realize you've done it for four years. That's still bad. Um, I don't know. I, I appreciate all, you know, criticism and critiques. Uh, if you'd like to send me any, by the way, I haven't done this in a while, uh, email me at drinkitilyoupodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from my listeners. I'd love for you to talk shit or, you know, give me some encouragement. I'm on all ends of the spectrum. You know, I want you to be mean to me and also be nice. <laughs> it just makes the show go by easier, you know? Um, but anyways, uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, what have I been watching? Uh, got Mr. Inbetween going again. Um, I already talked about King of Staten Island. That was fucking great. I already talked about Bill Burr's stand-up. That was fucking great. Um, <clears throat> I'm actually just trying to finish Sopranos right now. Watching Mr. Inbetween. Oh, Better Call Saul, the new season? Dude, it's so fucking good. If you loved Breaking Bad, you, you gotta watch Better Call Saul. It's a fucking great show, man. Highly, highly recommend. I think I'm two or three episodes in. I've seen so many old faces. And that's what's... Uh, dude, AMC is just crushing it, man. They crushed it with Breaking Bad. And every time I turn on uh, Better Call Saul, they just have me suck the fuck in. You know, you get a little bit of both stories. You get a little bit of Saul after... You know, he goes and sees the vacuum guy. If you've watched Breaking Bad, you know what the fuck that means. <clears throat> and then uh, you get clips of before all this shit happened. To, you know, what built up to him having to leave town and become a new person and work in a fucking... What is it? Cinnabon or Dunkin' Donuts or some shit like that <clears throat> in the mall. You know, you can tell he's older. He's balding. He's kind of fatter. He's changed his look a little bit. He's got glasses. He's got a mustache. He lives his own life, you know. Um, great, great fucking show, man. They, they just, I think what it is, is they built, I really feel like they built the characters first in this show. And then they built the show around these characters, these unique fucking intricate characters who have their own backstories that intertwine before all the Breaking Bad shit happened, that intertwine after that shit. Dude, it's fucking, it's just great, man. Uh, Vince Gilligan. I just, man. How do you write so many layers? You know, uh, one day I would like to write, you know, maybe a movie. Direct a movie or, or direct a TV show. How do you write so many fucking layers like that, though? How do you make each character so interesting and intricate that, like, when they pop up on the screen, like, no matter if they're a good guy or bad guy, I'm like, holy shit, it's fucking Tuco or whoever it is, you know? Like, that's just good fucking writing, man. Um... So that's pretty much what I've been watching. I'm looking for new stand-ups right now. Recommend some to me. 
I'd love to go watch them. But uh, that's going to do it for me for the night. I will talk to you guys next fucking week. Be safe out there. Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Let's finish these off. Drink until you podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. Cheers, everybody. All right, guys. I will talk to you soon. Be safe out there. Love you. Bye.